Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall
Gracias.
Put your hands together for the Greater Love Choir and keep clapping as we welcome Joshua from the Dancing Stars to share a powerful testimony. Wow. 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 Joshua. Joshua. Wow. 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 Fantastic. Fantastic. Beautiful. So, Joshua, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Hi guys. Um, um, my name is Josh. Um, I want to talk about how God delivered me from the spirit of fear and homosexuality. So you want to talk about how God delivered you from the spirit of fear and homosexuality. So tell us, what was your life like before? Um, so I grew up in Germany um, when I was like, oh, sorry, um, yeah. Wow, beautiful. Tell us. So you, you grew up in Germany. Yeah. Um, so around five or six, I used to go swimming like every Tuesday with my kindergarten. And um, we used to, like all the boys, obviously, boys change rooms, girls change rooms. And then like, I guess we used to play games or whatever. And then like I was five or six, we did like gay acts on each other. And I knew what it was, but I didn't. So it's like, we do it, but in secret. And it continued for like a, maybe a month, something like that. And we did it in the kindergarten as well. And then one of the teachers, I don't know how, well, I guess she saw us, but she never told us. And then um, she told my mom. So then one day when I was going home, I remember, like, I just remember she told me off. And then we never spoke about it again. And then fast forward to like secondary school times now. Um, I've kind of forgot about it, like, just living my life. Um, I wasn't really interested in girls, just studies. But then I was watching TV one time, and there was a storyline about a kid who thought he was gay because he wasn't interested in girls. And then... So, you began, so after you saw that, you began to think that that's what was happening to you yeah. because you weren't interested in girls. Yeah. So were there any other thoughts that came to your mind about that at that time? Yeah, so um, I remember one time I had a dream. Um, it was like a wet dream, and I woke up, and then I was playing back in my mind. And then I, at the end, I realized it was about a guy. And um... No problem. So, 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 you were living, so you were living with these thoughts of homosexuality yeah. and you were living in fear, wondering whether that was actually you and whether that applied yeah. to you. So tell us, what happened? How did your life change? Um, so at the beginning, around the beginning of like April this year, I went to Apache, a Tuesday service. And um, Reverend Stephen was preaching on faith. And he was talking about how we should have faith in our shepherds and how our pastors are there for us. So I was thinking, okay, who's my shepherd? Who's my pastor? So then something told me, message Bishop Richard because you can't deal with this. And then, um, and then, like, it's well, it's well, it's well. So you, so you message, so you message Bishop. 
and Bishop helped you overcome it, overcome the thoughts. Yeah. So afterwards, after you messaged Bishop, did these thoughts continue or have these um, thoughts stopped? No. So like one day I was just walking to work and I realized they just stopped. Like the, cause the way I saw it is like my mind is room in it and it's like this thing is trying to enter all the time. And I thought I had to stop it. And then after, I just believed the words that Bishop told me. And then, um, Afterwards, like maybe a month or two later, I just realized they stopped. I didn't even know when. It was just like the thoughts were gone. I weren't scared anymore. And then, um, so are, are these thoughts in your life now? Have no. they completely stopped? Um, they've disappeared now. Put your hands together for the Lord. The Bible, the Bible teaches us in Second Corinthians chapter five and verse number ten to cast down all imaginations. Amen. So tell us, what advice would you like to give us? Um, I just want to say, I've been in church like three years, and it took me like two and a half years to message one of my pastors and just talk about my issues in it. So if you're here, you're suffering for anything, it could be great, small in your mind, just talk to someone, talk to bishop, talk to your pastors. Like God has actually given them to us to help us and deliver us. So yeah. Um, put your hands together for John, and put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Amen. People are changing practically in the church. Amen. So I have one more testimony for you. Would you like to hear another testimony? Fantastic. This testimony is from our brother called Jordan. Amen. My testimony is about how God delivered me from a very dark period in my life that would have surely seen me end up in prison or dead. From the ages of 15 to 19, I would go through cycles of depression. I attempted suicide several times and began to hear voices that would tell me people hated me and that they were after me, including my own family. The voices told me that my family wanted to kill me. To escape these voices, I drank excessively and even began to take cocaine. Thinking this would distract me from what was going on in my head. Now, when my dad found out, he decided to move us to London from Birmingham. But the move wasn't helpful. There were even times where I would decide to sleep on the streets. The few, friends I had made, the few friends I had made in my new city introduced me to guns and the idea of selling drugs, which I thought at the time seemed like a good idea. It wasn't until one day when I was heading out to meet a friend that I met a first lover who took my number. One day, he sent me a text message about being born again. At first, I didn't understand it, but he explained to me that it would make my life far better than it was. I didn't think I was good enough for the Christian lifestyle. But he told me that we've all done bad things and all that really matters is God's forgiveness. I decided, let me go to church. And I actually gave my life to Christ after that service. It hasn't been an easy road, but I no longer suffer from depression. I no longer hear voices, nor do I have suicidal thoughts or sleep in the streets. God is real. 
And so is pure salvation. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Now keep clapping as we welcome Sarah.
at the back of the church one Sunday morning, right beside a man who had a stony heart. He was not interested with the word of God. He would not smile. He would not laugh. He would not even say amen. He showed no Sitting by a stony ground I don't want to be a wayside ground I don't want to be a thorny ground I don't want to be a stony ground Lord, make me a good ground A very good ground I don't want
quiet time He doesn't want to miss time alone With the Lord He doesn't want to miss the prayer He doesn't want to miss the fellowship He doesn't want to miss a word from God
Oh 
Are you happy to be in church on Swollen Sunday? Oh, I can't hear you. Are you happy to be in church on Swollen Sunday? Where there is a great crowd, there is great faith. And where there is great faith, there is a great expectation. And I believe today your expectation shall not be cut off. And whatever you will believe, you shall receive. If you're excited as I am, make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit, Bishop Richard Aye. Beautiful. One, two. Okay. Thank you. Let us pray. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes and pray. Father, we thank you for this beautiful church you've placed us in. Thank you for this great family, beautiful family, powerful family, blessed family, Lord. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for our sins and our mistakes and curses that has disturbed us all our lives, Lord. Thank you for deliverance from such works of wickedness through your kindness and your mercies, Lord. Today, Lord, as we hear your word, please anoint your word, Lord. Please anoint my lips, O God. Please let every gift come alive, Lord, to serve your people, to bless your people, to change lives and to affect lives, Lord. Thank you for your great grace that has found us, Lord. Let your perfect will be done. Let your perfect will for this Sunday afternoon be done in our midst, Lord. Heal us, Lord. Save us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. And lift us up, O oh God. May we be encouraged. Thank you, Father, for your grace. I give you thanks. And I give you all the praise and all the glory. In Christ Jesus' name I have prayed. And everyone shall say, Amen. amen. Say a louder, Amen. amen. Okay, now say a better amen. amen. God bless you. Say hello to your neighbor and you may take your seats. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Take your seats. Are we seated? Seven principles, seven great principles on how to be a witness. Okay. So, um, I'll also ask you like the last um, message said, please stay in your seats throughout the service. Movements really disrupts the service, so. We'll be closing soon. How many of you know that I would like to go home? <laughs> yeah, so we'll be closing soon. We'll not be here forever. So just remain in your seats because movements are, can be really disruptive. So please stay in your seat till we are done and we'll be done soon. Have you enjoyed the service so far? Yeah. As I was sitting there, I was saying that if I was not a member of this church, I'd like to join this church. 
I said, the church is really nice. It's a very, very nice church. How many of you would also like to join the church if, if you were not here? If you are not here already? Yes. You choose it again. Will you choose the church again? And choose it again? And choose it again and again and again? It's a beautiful place to be. We thank God. So please remain seated throughout the duration of this service. And um, we'll be going home soon. Okay, trust me, I, I like my house. So I would like to go home. So we are starting from Acts chapter 1. Seven great principles on how to be a witness. Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8. It says that by ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses. The result of the Holy Spirit coming upon you is that you become a witness. The greatest effect, the greatest effect and the most pronounced effect of the Holy Spirit in anybody's life is that he becomes a witness. He becomes a witness and he becomes a witness for Jesus. Now, when you don't see that, therefore, when you don't see a church goer, a church member, a church attendee, a dancer in church, a singer in church, an actor in church, even a preacher in church, when you don't see him becoming a witness, For Christ, then we can comfortably say he is missing this power. A certain power is missing in his life. Then he hasn't got the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, not me, the Bible, the Bible says, but ye shall receive power or power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Um, Usually, usually in um, Christian circles, especially charismatic Christian circles, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, then immediately we switch to speaking in tongues. It's like, you shall speak in tongues after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It's true, you speak in tongues. But the Bible says, first, the first is that it's power. It's a certain power, a certain ability, a certain strength. Power comes upon you when you have the Holy Spirit. And the result of that power, the result of that power is that you become a witness, a witness for Christ. Because as Jesus speaks, he said, you become a witness unto me. What what does a witness do? A witness testifies. He testifies of his experience. He testifies of what he has seen. He testifies of what he's been through. A witness testifies. Is it like like, like the young man uh, sharing his testimony? He was being a witness unto Christ. That's a testimony that this is what Christ has done in my life. Before Christ, this is who I was. And then when I experienced Christ, this is who I am. 
That's a witness. That's a witness. He's testifying that the power of Christ and the power of God is real. It's real. It's real and it can change your life and it does change your life. Now, it's not, it's not, it's not our time. It's not yet time to judge people and to point out things. But you can already see. It's like, it's like um, being in school. When you're in school, can't you tell, um, um, can't you tell students who do well and students who won't do well? You can kind of tell, isn't it? Just that you're not allowed to say it, but you can tell. You can tell that this is your friend. I mean, he's not, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Even though, even though he's in the same lecture room with you, he does the same whatever with you, does the, you can tell that, no, this guy, it's not, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. He, he has, even, even his complaints and his talking will tell that he, he even hasn't got what it takes. He's not a serious guy. Now, in the same manner, in the same manner, uh, when you look around, you can, you can almost tell those who don't have the Holy Spirit. Because you will know them by their fruits. You know them by their fruits. And as much as, as much as I'm not separating um, the, the sheep from the goats or the wheat from the tares, the Bible tells me that in First uh, Corinthians 2.15, it tells that he that is spiritual judges all things. So you can see. You can see. And you can tell that this, this person hasn't got the Holy Spirit. He doesn't operate and function like somebody with the Holy Spirit. Because if you have the Holy Spirit, you will become a witness. A witness for Christ. For Christ. Not, not a witness for anything else, but a witness for Christ. You will testify of what Christ has done for you, what Christ has done in your life, and what is going on in your life. Micah chapter 3 and verse 8. Micah 3 verse 8. But truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. May you be full of power. Amen. And of judgment. And of might to declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Samson. So you see, when you can't, when you can't tell Jacob his transgression and you can't tell Israel his sin, it means that the level of the Holy Spirit in you is lower. Otherwise, otherwise you will have power. And strength to rise up. To rise up and declare. Declare how people must serve God. How people must go to church. How people must live for Jesus. How people must put their lives straight and, and, and do the right things. It is the power of the spirit that makes you testify. And when you see someone testifying in a court. And testifying that look I saw him. I saw him pull a knife. I saw him stop. I saw him come around. It's like, it's like I actually saw it. You see, the person has a certain boldness. A lot of people don't like testifying. I was, uh, one, day, one day, 
I was sitting in my car waiting for someone who has gone into, it was in front of the hospital. This has gone into the hospital and I was waiting outside in my car waiting for this person. As I was sitting there waiting, then a black cab came and tried to do something and wasn't checking and another car was pulling out in front of me. A lady driving a, she was also driving a black Mercedes. As she was pulling out, the black cab driver was trying to pull in in front of her and didn't check that this lady is pulling out. So she, he, he just reversed straight into her. I saw everything. I saw everything. I saw everything happen. So as soon as it happened, the lady ran out of her car to my window and she said, please, please. First, she started beating the window. So I decided to roll down. So I rolled the window down and I was looking at her. Then she said, please, please, you saw it. You saw it. You saw everything. You saw everything. You saw it. Will you help me? You saw it. It's like, it's like I should act myself and come and testify. Because this other guy, the cab driver, the black cab driver, has come out and is trying to bully her that it's her fault. And she, she, she looked helpless. She, she just said, you saw it. You saw, she kept telling me, you saw it. You saw everything. And I was wondering, what? how do you know I saw everything? What if I was asleep? <laughs> But I'm trying to explain to you what a witness is. When a witness sees someone, you, see, you, need, you need the boldness to point it out that it is wrong. It is not acceptable. It's out of order. Here, Micah 3.8. Micah 3.8. If you don't memorize any scripture today, memorize Micah 3.8. But truly, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to declare unto Jacob his transgressions and Israel his sin. When Jacob and Israel do not hear of their transgressions and their sins, it means that they are surrounded by weaklings. People who are powerless. People who don't have the spirit. That is how come you can continue in a certain lifestyle and nobody will ever point it out to you. It's true. <laughs> because there is no power. That's why you see, you, 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 some, some pastors don't even talk about some things. Some leaders, shepherds don't talk about some things. They don't say certain things. They don't, they don't say it because there is no strength to say it. There's no strength to say it. There's no power to say it. There's no strength to tackle it. Anyway, principle number one. We'll come back to Malachi 3. It's my verse for today. So we, are, we have to come back to it. We'll come back. Um, uh, principle number one says that the power of the Holy Spirit will make you have Christian qualities to be 
to be a witness. To make you have Christian qualities is by the power of the Spirit. And you will discover as we go through the qualities that you will discover these are these are the qualities that the enemy is always fighting to take away from you. Because when if he's able to take away these qualities from you, you can't witness, you can't testify about Christ, you can't preach about Christ, you can't talk to anybody about Christ. So he's always, always trying, even his agents, even his agents that he has recruited that work for him, you will see that they will be working on you to lose those qualities as well. Both within and without the church. They'll be working. Working on you. So that you will lose those qualities. Because because without certain qualities, you see, you you can't do it. You can't. You need, you need certain qualities to, to even contain and to be influenced and led and directed by the Spirit of God. That's what the Bible says, that quench not the Spirit. Quench not the Spirit. It's like, don't silence the Spirit. Don't tell the Spirit, don't put the Spirit off. The Spirit has to be alive and active in your life. And He's a Spirit. Every evil thing that you see being done is a spirit. It's a spirit that is working. It's a spirit. Murder, lies, deception, whatnot. It's a spirit that is working in them. You see, spirits, spirits don't have bodies. So they need a body to use. They don't have bodies at all. So for a spirit to work, it needs, it needs someone's body. The spirit of murder, the spirit of um, lying, spirit of all the all these are spirits, but they don't they don't have they don't have anybody. The spirit of fear. The brother was talking about fear. So when you, when you see someone who has who has a phobia, it doesn't make sense. You you, you don't even understand. You don't even understand why. I was with someone in a, what do you call that thing? London Eye. London Eye. And this person has a fear for heights. Have you seen a London Eye? We're all in there happy. I mean, we were happy, laughing, taking pictures, pictures, selfies, selfies, and the other one, non selfie. <laughs> laughing. And then suddenly we're looking for this person to join us to take the picture. So we turn around. There she was sitting on one on the benches in the in the capsule. Like this. No, you are laughing, but it wasn't funny. I said, I said to my I said to myself, evil spirits are wicked. Such a fun time. She was like almost like almost like someone had just been pulled out of the pool, wet. I mean she, she wasn't wet, but she looked wet. Look, I wish I could stop everything. But I see where I have even we stop it. I don't know how I could get her out. She was she was bound in fear, bound, bound in fear, bound, bound.
when you when you have a, a fear or a phobia, you you act abnormal. When everybody is acting normal, everybody is okay. Everybody is taking pictures, happy, looking out. They say, "Look at the river. Look at that building. Look at this." You you can't even move. Did you see people who are scared of water? Try taking them. Try taking them on the Thames for a party. Whilst everybody is dancing. Professionals, you should have a, a, a party on the Thames. Eh? Yes. It's one, of, it's one of the best places to preach because there's, nobody can leave. Everybody's on the water. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's one, of my, it's one of my best preaching spots. When I get on the boat and I take the man and I start talking, I'm not in a hurry because nobody can go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. We are all here. Yes. You should pack it. You should pack it and preach. Yeah. Preach. Give them food, give them drinks, and preach to them. They can't go anywhere. They can't even use the toilet. So I'm explaining that you see, so when you see, when you see everything that you see, everything that you see, there's a spirit. There's a spirit behind it. It's a, it's, it's a spirit that has found a body to enter. And works through, and, it's, and especially, especially when people can't control themselves, when they can't stop certain things, you can threaten them, you can rebuke them, you can embarrass them, you can correct them, you can, I mean, you will do a lot, but he said, the person can't help it. That tells that he has a spirit. There's a spirit that is working in him. You see, the Bible says foolishness is bound in the, in the heart, on the heart of a child. But the rod or whatever would dispel it or take it off. So you see that a child, a child can have something like that behavior when a child is growing up. Talking, rebuke this, drives it away. But there are certain things that talk, even prison, even prison doesn't drive it away. Even though that's the intention. It doesn't drive it away. See, put, the, but put the person here, it doesn't go back. See, when your mother shouts at you, Get your bed done. Tidy your room. Go and have your bath. It's amazing that when you grow up and you give birth, you'll be telling your child to go and have their bath. I mean, I'm grown up now. And I grew up with some people. Today when I see them with their children, shouting at their children, do this. I just, I just remember, are well, you not know the one who our mother used to tell us to do the same thing? Are you not the same person? Look at you today. Look at how you are even shouting as though you've never seen it before. Just that I can't say it because their children are there, so I can't comment this. But I, I wish I could say that. Look, what she's telling you, mommy used to tell her. It's the same. There's no difference. Take your time as you're going to do it. <laughs> I'll say do it, but take your time. Don't be afraid. She was just like you. Just like you. I remember when we come back from school. She doesn't want to have a bath. To the girl, she's shouting as though she lived under the shower. <laughs> Second Peter chapter one. <laughs> Don't tell them I told you. Simon Peter is servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained. You will never have an evil spirit. Amen. You will have the Holy Spirit Amen. so that you can become a witness. Amen. So that you can become a witness. Amen. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, you become a witness. Okay. Some of you are servant of, of, 
a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. According as his divine power, wow, has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence. Now this, these are the qualities that you need to be an effective witness. Beside this, giving all diligence. So number one, you need diligence. Being a witness, being a witness, a good witness, and working for God, that's not, it's not compatible with laziness. Ministry and working for God is not compatible with laziness. Lazy people don't do well in a ministry. Laziness. When you are lazy, when you are a lazy person, you know lazy? Yeah, when you are lazy, lazy. Yeah. You don't do well in the ministry. You, you, you have the best of gifts. You have the best of gifts. Maybe you have, you, 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 could, even, you could even be someone who, who should be able to sing better than Marcella sings. But your gift is not known. Not because, not because, not say because of uh, uh, Satan standing at the, at the back of your door, but because of laziness. Laziness to learn the songs, to learn the words, to practice, to keep doing it. So you see, the, the gift is never used because a person is lazy. So when you have it, when you are a Christian, you are born again, one of the things you need to overcome is laziness. Yeah. I've seen people fail in ministry because of laziness. I actually, I actually got the diagnosis recently. That, oh no, this person is lazy. It's, it's, a, it's, a, lazy, it's a problem of laziness. Because these are people who love, will say, we love God, we'll do it. They say yes to everything, but achieve nothing. That's laziness. You're just being lazy. You can't lift yourself up to move, to work, to do this. Wow. So you need diligence. The second thing you need, add to, add to diligence, to, to, add, to, add to giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue. So the next thing you need, to add, you need is virtue. Virtue is, meaning of virtue is moral excellence. And then integrity of character. And then purity. So you need, you need these, these good qualities that is found in a human being. Moral excellence. Strength of character. It's a virtue. Let your yea be yea. And your nay be nay. And be faithful. Be stable. These are virtues. These are, these are virtues, these are virtues that are even looked out for when people, when people are getting uh, high positions in the world. People, people resign, people resign over dishonesty. They resign, they step down from top jobs 
top jobs because they said the train will come at 10 o'clock and the train came at 10.30 or the train derailed. Which is somebody's job. It's like when I was accepting this job, I promised that I'll look after this, 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 everything. Then this has happened under my watch. I need to step down. Because over there, though they are unbelieving and they are like hypocrites, they, they, they have virtue. The word virtue, even though they use the word virtue, is very high on their list. High. Very important. But you said you do this. You can't change your mind. You, how can you change your mind? How can you change your mind? You said you do this. How can you change your mind? Why are you changing your mind? Why have you failed? Why have you not delivered what you said you would deliver? Virtue. You need virtue. Next one. And then to virtue, knowledge. John 1 4. You need knowledge. And it was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. You see, Jesus, Jesus, and knowing about Jesus is the light for life. He's the light for life. So you, you, need, you need the knowledge of Christ. You need to know about Christ. You need to be able to preach about Christ. If, if you've watched the recent crusades, you see that Bishop preaches about Christ. You guys say, he's just preaching about Jesus. And I kept saying to myself, I should be able to preach about Jesus. I should be able to, I should have this much understanding about Jesus to preach about Jesus night after night after night after night after night. Because if you're a witness, you need the knowledge of Christ to talk about, you even talk to people about Jesus. Take me back, Second Peter 1, 5. The six, and then to knowledge, temperance. Temperance. Temperance is self-control. No extremes. No extremes. Extremes are always dangerous. Be controlled. Be controlled. Be Be a controlled character and a controlled personality. Controlled. No extremes. People have people have extremes. People have extremes. Usually, usually fall off the edge. Yeah. Don't be too extreme. The word is what extremist. Yeah. Extremists are dangerous people. Don't be so extreme on little issues. Little issues. It will, it will cost you a lot. When you're not happy about something, don't move to the extreme. When you move to the extreme, you'll be guided out of the church. When you move to the extreme, you'll be guided out of the, out of the marriage. Move to the extreme, you'll be guided out of the faith. Don't go to the extreme. You can't have one one bad experience and say, all Christians are bad. All Christians. All Christians. Hey, Christians. Hey, Christians. These Christians. These Christians, you know what is waiting for you? Do you know what is waiting for you? 
as you keep talking, these Christians, these Christians, these Christians, before, because of one experience. These Christians, don't get to the extreme because something else is waiting for you. There's no gray area. Don't be extreme. Be very controlled. Be very controlled. Very, very controlled. Extremely controlled. Don't like something too much. And don't hate something too much. Sometimes even as you, as you mature, you discover the thing that you dislike so much, it's not that bad. And the thing that you like so much, it's also not that necessary. Temperate. You need temperance. Temperance. Are you there? Wow. You have temperance. The next thing is that add to your temperance what? Patience. Wow. Patience. Don't be in a hurry. You need patience. You need patience. Don't be in a hurry to do anything. It doesn't mean you should be slow. Yeah, but but you, should, you, should, you see, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, you see, don't be, don't, don't, I'll give you an example. Don't be in a hurry to finish school. Because sometimes what you have done is not good enough to earn you a decent job. So you, you, may, you, need, you need perhaps a couple of years more to adjust yourself a bit. And to get some things in place. Don't be in a hurry. It's, I've been, I'm 21. You are 21 and so what? 21, so, so what should we do? What should we do? We, we should crown you as queen or what? Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. I finished. You finished. How well did you finish? You didn't finish well. But, see, but you are in a hurry to say I have finished. Instead of thinking about, thinking and asking yourself, why did I even go, why did I even go to that, that school in the first place? Why? why? That's more of the reason, that's more of the questions you ask yourself. Why did I even study that thing in the first place? What was my aim? Then you discover that the reason why you studied, you don't have the ability to achieve it. That means you haven't finished. So don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry to enter into relationships. Mm. That's what a lot of you don't like. But you are, you are learning, you are growing up. You are maturing, you are getting wise. Don't be in a hurry. Be patient. Be patient and believe in the Bible. When the Bible says that in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Literally believe it. Literally believe it. Don't create things for God and add God's names to it. And say God has done it. Oh, we, all, we, we even if we can all say that He hasn't done anything, you have done it. Patience, patience, patience. Don't be in a hurry to give up on someone. Follow the person up. Let them insult you. Let them block you. Let them swear at you. But be patient. 
Sometimes one face that can even help you to be patient with someone if you think about yourself. How long did it take for you? Even now that you are in church, look at, look at your, hid, your hidden things that you have that nobody talks about it. That we dwell with you as though we don't know it's there. The Bible says that he that is forgiven much loveth much. But sometimes you see that it's difficult for people who have been forgiven to love because they feel nobody knows because it was not said to them that you, I am forgiving you over one, two, three. But maybe, if you, maybe we should start telling you. We should start telling you that we are, you see, some of the things when it's brought up, it's quite embarrassing. It's, uh, that, that's why nothing is said. Say because it's, 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 I mean, in first love language, we say it's some way. Yeah, it's some way, it's some way to talk about everything. I mean, how can I come to you and talk about such a thing? Even if you knew, if you knew I knew, you would stop coming to church. Yeah, if you knew I know, if you know, if you know what I know, you run away. I don't know everything. I must say I know everything. I don't know everything. No, I don't know everything. You see, one day, one day, I was with a certain pastor. That was the day I decided, I, I mean, I always tell people that I don't know everything. And then we met a former member of his. You know, this lady who has left, has left his church rudely in some way or whatever. So, as we met, so, it was a place that she couldn't avoid us, so she came to say hello. Yeah. So I remember I said hello. This I couldn't even remember her name. I just said hello. This then my friend the pastor mentions her name and said, "Hey, so where do you go to church now?" And she gave him a very rude response. She said, "You, you, you, you said you know everything. You used to tell us that you know everything. So why are you asking me? Don't you know where I am? You should know where I am by now if you know everything." Rude girl, rude. I mean rudeness. That day I said to myself, every time I'll tell my children, I don't know everything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know everything. But I know some things. But I don't know everything. But you're not rude people. You'll never be rude too. Yes. Are you planning to be rude? I know someone who boasts in rudeness, but I think, I think she's stopped now. Yes, she's been very, very happy that she's, she's always saying that I'm, I know I'm rude. I've, I've never heard, I, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she thinks rude means fair. I know I'm fair. I don't know. What, what, which, which of the points are we talking about? Patience. 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 You need patience. You need patience. You need the ability to accept delay without complaining. Yeah. That's, that's patience. It's an ability to accept delay without complaining. Without memory. Without becoming restless. Patient. Patient with pain. Patient with your, your soul. Follow the person. Some people need to follow them up for a long time. A long time. Before one day they will say, okay, let's go and see about this church. Let's go and see what's there. And then when they come, they become the greatest. Then, the next one is what? Add to your patience what? Godliness. Yes. So you need godliness. You need godliness in your nature. You shouldn't have demonic and devilish characteristics. You should be godly, like God. Godly. 
godly. When you're interacting with people, they, they, like the Bible says, iron sharpness iron. They should become more godly as a result of their interaction with you. Not that, not that you've, gone, you've gone as a witness of Christ. And then your effect on people is that you're making them more devilish. More satanic. Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and said that you guys, you travel distances for a convert and you make them, you make them worse off than yourself. It's, like, it's like after you've done everything, you, you make them like a child of the devil. So that was the point. Pray, pray that you never get this kind of demonic shepherds who instead of training you in scriptures and the things of God, train, they'll start training you in evil things. They start off from neutral grounds and, and God make you graduate into evil. Things that look neutral, but they, these, are not th- these are not things that are like, you see, when you're in church, you see, one day, one day in a certain church, everybody say a certain church, a certain church, there were two brothers in the church, and then, and then, uh, you see, that, that's why you have to know the Bible for yourself. As much as you go, we have shepherds, pastors. Well, you have to know the Bible for yourself. And you have to believe in the Bible before you believe in a man. Yes. You have to believe the Bible. Know what a man is saying. Because there are idiots around. They are idiots. They are idiots. If, if not Satanists. So, there are two brothers. Akim, are you there? <laughs> two brothers in the church. And then, two lady new converts in that church. It would say a certain church. Uh, a certain church. Which be, the name of the church begins with a certain alphabet. One of the 26 alphabets. So, one of the brothers, I don't know whether that's a new way of following up or new believer school or lay schools, or a method of establishing, took one of the new girls, one new girls, to the cinema. Now, new believer school, fruitful believers. Now, when they arrive there, then they meet this other brother. You two come with yours. Yes. So, they met. These are supposed to be established brothers in, in that church. These are new girls in the church. So, both of them, are, they are follow-up and they are lay school and they are new believers school and fruitful believers and training of converts. They, they are both going towards this. And then one of the brothers got upset with the other brother. Why he has brought... Uh, <laughs> Look, as I'm telling you this story till today, I can't understand. I can't understand the problem because we are both doing the same thing, and then you you are upset with me. And then he, so he is like he got upset with me, so he went to report me to the pastors that he has caught me. I was bringing, I was bringing the sister 
to the to the uh, to the cinema. Verity, how long have you been in the church? How many years? How many years? Roughly. About 20 years. Have I ever taken you to watch a movie before? Are you sure? Have I, have I taken you for swimming? Have we gone swimming before swimming? At all. And I've been with your pastor for about 20 years. Yes. I remember visiting her as, as a, a, a single girl. She lived on London Bridge in a, in a plush apartment on one of those London Bridge places. I remember when I, I, I went to her and said, hey, I have very interesting church members. <laughs> yes. been, I, I've never taken you to the movies before. Not at all. Yes, but a certain church, two brothers. So you see, what, what I'm saying is that you see, when you get converted... Don't thank you. Don't don't throw don't throw your brains and your thinking away. When somebody, no matter how great and important the person appears, suggests things that are contrary to, to scripture, you have to say that hey, what, what, what demon is this? And don't be afraid to call people demons because they are acting demonic. I give you the power to call people demons. If you read your if you read your Bible, you see it. That what behavior is this? What are you what are you saying? I've been to the cinema and clubs all my life. I've come to church. I've come to church for a new life. For a new life. Look at what you are introducing me to here. To I mean, what are you, what type of person are you? All my life, we've been going to the movies, popcorn. This I've been done this. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Some people are stretching at my comment. I don't know. Okay. I mean, and then you, it's like, it's like you have found safety. Safety in a certain church. And then here comes these two uh, um, foxes. Two foxes in the church. Foxes. Sly. Do you know a fox? Sly. Cunning. Two foxes in the church. We should go and watch a movie. And then one of them is pinning him there. So he gets up, so he goes to report. Why are you reporting? Why you are doing the same thing? What are you reporting for? When I call you a fox, you'll be angry. But Jesus called King Herod a fox. So I can also, what about you? You're a fox. <laughs> a certain church, isn't it? You need godliness. The next thing you need to add to godliness is what? Brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. You need kindness. Kindness. Brotherly kindness. You need kindness. You need kindness. Kindness Kindness in the church. Sisters, you have to be kind. Yes. A lot of 
a lot of ladies themselves prefer to have men as their bosses at work. Isn't it? Sisters, it's not true. How many sisters agree with me? Yes. You prefer guys? Yes. You don't prefer another lady, isn't it? Yeah. Especially nurses. Yes. You prefer to have a headmaster than a headmistress. Yes. Because ladies are very, very stingy with kindness. Stingy with kindness. When it gets to kindness, they are stingy. You're asking me why? You should ask yourself. You are the lady. Me, I'm a man. I don't know why. (laughs) And then you need, and then finally you need charity. So these are qualities that you need to add to yourself to become a witness. Principle number two. Well, you wanted these as a seven principles. <laughs> no, I'm feeding you. I'm feeding you. You have to be fed. Yes, you have to be fed well. And you have to appreciate when you are being fed. Yes. This is not like morning mass. Yes. Okay, I'm feeding you. Bible says that, uh, Jeremiah 3.15 says, God says, I'll give you pastors according to my heart who shall feed you. Feed you. You'll be fed with knowledge and with understanding. Okay, so principle number two. The power of the Holy Spirit will bring you, will bring about a radical change in your life. A radical change. That's, you remember when we talked about the principle of a great change? There has to be a great change. When you are saved, there has to be a great change in your life. Great change. Significant change. That's Acts chapter 9. You witness this great change, this radical change in the life of Paul. That's why I'm, I'm very happy when I hear such testimonies. Because you can see a great change. A great, a radical change. Things that the world is struggling with. The world hasn't got an answer to. But Jesus has the answer. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. Yeah. You shouldn't you should accept some things in yourself that this is how I am. Don't let anybody tell that this is how you are. That is not how you are. That is not how you are. That is not. I saw, I saw on the news uh, the other day on uh, BBC News a lady has raped Four ladies in the prison. You listen. So, I decided to read it. What, what, what are you talking about? This lady, this supposed lady, is a man. And she, you see, no, listen. People, look, if you're not patient, I won't tell you the story. She's a man. And she says that. One of these, one of these things that happens in, in your world and your in your time. But I'm I'm not I'm not a man. I'm a woman. So she he, she him has been no listen has been accepted has been accepted as a woman, even though even though Shim still has the thing done. Look, if you okay, I'll I'll leave it. He, he or she still has the thing dangling in front of her. Hey, 
and they've put her, him, Harim, <laughs> has been put, has been put in the female prison with other female inmates. So she's raped two, sexually assaulted another two, four. You, you see, you, 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 you wonder and you ask, are we, are we even intelligent? Do we even think? And you watch, soon, soon, you see, soon it, it will happen in the ladies' washroom and thing. It will never happen to you. Amen. But you see, when it starts happening, and then now you see, those who have to think will now think and say, no. We can't do that. We can't accept it. You can't accept it. It's madness. It's because it's exact. A man says, I know, so you accept it. Then it's committed a crime. So you've put whoever, whatever it is, whatever it is, in a female prison. Meaning, meaning, that, meaning that he'll be sharing a cell with a beautiful girl. Do you know, have you seen a prison cell before? They'll be there, they'll be there alone by day and by night. And he says, he says he's a woman. And he's in a cell with her. She'll be having her bath. She'll be changing. And he'll be there. No, it was it was the news just a few days ago. He's raped two. Sexual assault, another two. And they are there. Are you, are you not wondering? Are you not wondering? And see, these are decisions being made by very intelligent people. Very intelligent people. High up. If you tell that it's a spirit. A very wicked spirit. But what can change such a person? What can change such a person? But Jesus. Because you put him in the male prison, you say, I'm not a man. I'm a woman. You put him in the woman that you say that he is what God made him to be. He is still it. (laughs) Principle number two. There will be a great change. Principle number three. Okay, three. Don't cry. Principle number three. (laughs) Number three. No, you can read about Paul in the book of Acts chapter 9 all the way to verse 22. You see the great change, great change in his life. That's what you see, when you're born again, that's to be a great change in you. Don't carry on. Don't carry on with your old vices. Don't carry it on and say that this is how it's supposed to be. Especially when it's not talked about every morning or every day. Don't, don't think it's right. Samson, don't think it is right. Don't think it is okay. Don't, don't make that mistake. Because when it's been addressed, you may not be there. Read your Bible and let the Bible tell you what is right and what is wrong. Read your Bible. (laughs) Principle number three. The power of the Holy Spirit will make you a four-way witness. A four-way witness. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem 
Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Mm. Now, why will he make you a witness in a four-way? A four, why will he make you a four-way witness? Because you can easily backslide in a new location. So he has to cover, he covers the different locations. Now there are four areas, four areas that you should stand and stand tall as a witness. Number one, your home. Your home is always your Jerusalem. Number two, your school. Your school. When you move away, 18 years that you move away and you feel so fresh and you are called a freshman. <laughs> and all the boys are following you like flies. You've never, you've never felt this gorgeous before. Because all you are coming from, you are being shouted at, tidy your room, do this, your hair, your this place, your this, your this, do this. And then suddenly, you're in a place even as you are walking, you can feel the eyes like cameramen on you. You feel so cute. Stand tall. Stand strong as a witness of Jesus Christ. You see, to be a successful witness in a new place, you have to announce it early. You have to wear the Jesus shirt early. You have to rebuke people early. I visited someone who was just going to first year the other day. As I was with the person, he was pointing out to me, this guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy, he tried to come and chat me up. This one, and you see them. Tall, tall, dark guys. As I was looking at them, I said, you will die before you know it. Kabashabakataya. I said, show me more. Let's go for a walk. Show me more. Show me all of them. Show me all of them. He said, yes, this one, this one that just passed by us. We met, we met at the library. We met here. He was, he was trying to talk to me about ACS. He said, I should come to ACS. This, that, that. I said, I said, hmm. Let me make eye contact. <laughs> No, you see, you, you, suddenly, you suddenly feel different. You're a child, somebody's child, but suddenly you feel grown up by the things that, by the things that people are throwing at you. That's how, that's how it comes out of you. You're a child, but you started becoming rude to your mom. It's like, mommy, you don't know. You don't know. People like me. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You think I'm a child. You don't know. Over there, over there, I'm respected. Yes. Someone's child. But that's someone's 18-year-old child. That's someone's 16-year-old child. 16-year-old child. The fact that she has big breasts or big buttocks doesn't mean that she's, she's grown up. Most of them, their features are bigger than their brains. No, it's true. 
Did your breast not grow faster than your brains? Don't answer. Don't answer one. <laughs> Don't answer. Yes. When people started whistling, calling, making cat calls, doing all those, you didn't even understand what they were doing. You even wondered, what have they seen? Well, what, what have they seen? Because you, you've just rolled off your bed. You slept from 7 p.m. You woke up at 11 a.m. You don't even know what's happening in the world. And then people are calling. You're even wondering, what, what do they want? What, what do they want? What do they want? Yeah. If the world will be called pedophiles. In the church, we'll be saying mercy. Mercy. You're training someone, 16 year old child, with wicked things. You'll be saying mercy. Oh, you're a pedophile. You're a wicked person. You have evil spirits in you. You say we shouldn't curse you. We leave you to God. We leave you to God. Till your day of repentance. May a dark cloud follow you. Yeah. To your day of repentance. A dark shadow. A shadow. May you see a dark shadow around you all the time. As you convert people's children into evil. A dark shadow. Yeah. A presence. So, number two was for school. Number three is, three is work. You have to be a witness at your workplace. Wow. Are you known in your school as a Christian? It's a question, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't get an answer. I don't know I didn't get an answer. Are you known? Are you known in the school as a Christian? When you can, I mean, in other words, can you, witness, can you witness to your mates? Can you witness to them? Or when you start witnessing, they'll say, ah, but you, I mean... Are you, were we not all, I mean, we're all in it. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? Even at home. Maybe some of you don't, you don't come from Christian homes. It's a different scene at home. Can they tell that my child has changed? There's a difference. Since you started going to church, is there a difference? Or your parents are still planning to come, in, to come into that church. Let me go and see that church. That church that you are going to, let me go. You see, they don't need to come all this way. You should testify of your experience in the house. In the house, they should see that, oh, my child is different. Since I'm going to that church, I don't know the name. They have, they, there's a church. They should be telling their friend, there's a church that she goes to now, he goes to now. There's a church, it's called what, Love Fest or something like that. First director or something. I mean, there's a church. There's something first. Something first. Then you will come out and say, oh, mommy, it's first love. It's first love church, first love. There has to be a difference. You have to be a witness at home. A witness at school. Then a witness at work, your workplace. You should be known. You should be known as a spirit-filled believer at work. Nobody should ever. I, I remember as a lay pastor. Anyway, I'll tell you that story. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't cry. It's okay. I tell you many stories. If I hold back one, it's okay. I'll find another time and tell you that one, okay? So it's okay. Tell your neighbor it's okay. Yes. But at your workplace, at your workplace, you should be known as a Christian. Yeah, at your workplace. You, should, you shouldn't be the girl that the manager sleeps with. 
or one of the people sleeps with around. Or when they are going out to drink, you, it's like you can't say you, you don't drink. It's like you can't say you don't drink. So you see yourself standing there drinking, and then they start dancing. They, they say, hallelujah. <laughs> you, it's like you don't even know what to say. You don't even know what to say. You are saying hallelujah. Yes. You see, at the workplace, at the workplace, they should know. They should know you don't drink, you don't go to certain places. You don't hang out in pubs. You don't go clubbing. So that, so that when they are giving out their invites, they'll say, oh, no, no, no. Is it they should say, no, 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 she won't come. We know her. She won't come. Let's not invite her. Let's not invite her. She won't come. But not that they, they can't even tell. They don't even know. You're also sitting there. You're also sitting there. Dull. You can't say no. When they come there, you say, yeah, okay. Let's go. When you come to church and we are dancing, you don't dance. But what you see, you under the light. So then, then you remember the, the church moves and you start doing... Oh, they'll, be, they'll be wondering, what move is that? You say, oh yeah, it's a good move. Come on. Then they start learning from you that you've brought some new moves. God forbid. And then abroad is the fourth place. Abroad. You'll be a missionary. Abroad. When you travel for work, you go on holiday, whatever, you should be known there as a Christian. You should be known there as a Christian. You should be known as a Christian. There is nowhere you go to that you suspend your Christianity. And you say, my Christianity is on break. Home, school, work, abroad. Principle number four. The power of the Holy Ghost will make you into a soul winner and a church builder. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. Then they that gladly received the word were baptized and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Acts chapter 4 verse 4. How be it many of them which heard the word believed and the number of the men was about 4,000. Can you see church builders and soul winners? As soon as they are saved, the church is growing. They are adding to the church. And by the way, I ask the nearest person to you, what was your testimony at work? What is it like? Ask the person, what's your, your testimony at work? What is it like? What is it like? At work. Ask the person, at work. Acts chapter 6 verse 1. And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, you see, the disciples must multiply. The church must multiply. The more spirit-filled believers we have, the church multiplies. The church multiplies. The church grows. Acts chapter 13 and verse 44. And the next Sabbath day came. Almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The whole city. This is a verse for swelling Sundays. So it's not just a term that is the thing is going to swell. It's not swelling. 
No, I'm not saying it's not swell, but I'm saying we don't say things that it's, it's going to swell, but the thing is not swell, but it has to actually swell. And it has to be like a river that breaks its banks. Because the whole city, because everybody in the church is full of the Holy Ghost and is a witness, a witness, a witness, taking, carrying people to church, not to movies, to church, not to clubs, to church. Full of the Spirit. How many of you are full of the Spirit? Yeah. So who are you? How many of you are, are, are church people? Okay, put you. How many of you are full of the Spirit? Yes. Why? Don't be shy. You're full of the Spirit. What, what are you full of? If you're not full of the Holy Spirit, what are you full of? Let me come and ask you if you're not lifting up your hand. What are you full of? What do you have that we don't know? How many of you are full of the Spirit? Hey, what problem is this? You're, you're, now I'm getting scared. So what, are you, what did you think you were full of? <laughs> what about those here? How many of you are full of the Spirit? Your workplace, your school, your home, we, we see the Holy Ghost power. Yeah? Yes. So, Next time you hear us announce Swollen Sunday, it means the next Sunday, that's the next Sabbath, the next service, the next service, the whole city, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. The whole city. You, you, you have to refuse, you have to refuse to go to church alone. Swollen Sunday means that you can't come to church alone. You can't come to church alone. You have to come with people. That's why you must learn how to drive and have cars. If you don't have any reason to drive, it's for Sundays. It's for Sundays to fill your car with people. Those of you who are in love with TFL. Or what is it? Is it LFT? TFL. Yes. Those of you who are in love with them. I went to visit someone the other day. I was encouraging him to learn how to drive. I said, you're growing up. You're growing up. So you'll be an old man. With your children, you can't take your children onto trains and rainy day train everywhere. Like, you have to be able to drive. And he said, "Oh, TFL is very reliable." <laughs> I mean, I I couldn't believe what I was saying. I actually couldn't believe it. I actually couldn't believe it. I was so shocked. I changed the topic. <laughs> That's usually my sign of I'm I'm in shock. I just changed the topic. I just started talking about something else. I said TFL. I said, "Okay, okay." Sorry, oh, Abby. <laughs> yeah. Lorraine, you should drive. Fill your car with souls and bring them to church. That's the purpose of your car. Monday to Friday, like my friend said, TFL. Mm. You see, you buy fuel about once in three months. Because you just move the car on Sundays to church. To church for the sake of souls. To pick up souls. And by the way, driving is like swimming. It's, it's a basic thing you must know. Basic. It's, it's nothing special. It's not a special thing. It's a basic thing. The one you can't do, you talk, you, you can't drive. You, you, you look like a... I don't know. I don't know what you look like. But you look like something different. And when I say drive, I mean drive with a license. 
not, dri- not drive when your mom is asleep. You have, you have these boys. I don't know. I don't know their postcode. Have these boys when you talk about driving, it's like, oh, we can drive. We, oh, we can, we can. But they only drive when mom is asleep or mom has traveled. They don't have a license. Then they take their mother's cars. That's not the type of human being I'm describing here. They don't have a license. Be insured. You see, be a decent human being. You see, be a decent human being. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be a decent. Uh, I don't think I'll be knighted for this by preaching, but be a decent human being in this country and in this city. Don't be a rogue or a rascal or a lawbreaker. Every time you sly, I'm breaking laws, rules, I'll never get caught. You know, it's like. <laughs> You can't take this picture. You can't take it. You cannot take such a picture. What are you going to do with it? Yes. I mean, when you, I mean, when you were 16, 17, walking on the streets and walking, you say, I mean, it's okay. You know? Zigzag, zigzag. Nothing straight about you. Nothing proper about you. And you want to, you want to be loved by someone's daughter to marry her to add to add her to such a corrupt lifestyle. I don't blame you. The girl, she she, she won't come for counseling. That's why you will have access to her. But if she comes to me, I'll tell that you are a rogue. I tell you, don't follow such rogues. I mean, you are 27 now. You are 27. Grown up. Even your spams have started getting finished. 27. The peak of your sperm production is 25. 25 it takes a dip. It doesn't finish, but it takes a dip. It doesn't finish rapidly, but it's, the peak is 25. You are still some. You are still some. Crooked boy. Crooked boy. These are people that when you have them in church, instead of establishing people in the, in the faith, they establish them in movies. Do follow up. Let's go for a movie. From from there, let's go for a drink. And then from there to her house. These are, these are people waiting for Mommy is asleep, so you've moved her car. You've car. You're going on visitation. And all the all the people on your visitation list are sisters. You get this kind of airbags to follow you as your beloveds and things. They, they, they don't think. They are light. Yes, that's how you get them. Any deep thinking person will ask you questions. They'll ask you questions. Yeah, it doesn't. What exactly do you work? What do you do? What do you do? How come, how come we don't see you active in church? How come you look so aloof in the church? You are so aloof. 
I mean, you're very indifferent. What was your problem? Then, then you start talking and complaining about it. Then you know that, ah, there's a devil there. There's a devil there. But they don't ask questions. They're like Egyptian cotton. So they don't ask questions. <laughs> hey, I have to close, church. What principle are we on? I'm talking about swelling Sunday. Swelling. The church has to swell up on that Sunday. Swell up and break out. It swells up. The next Sabbath, almost the whole city. So this Sunday is not just a term to use. It's like we've also done one in the year. We've gone. No, 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 no. We, we have to approach it seriously. Every member, every greater love member is coming with a car full of people. Full of people. Not that you are, not that you are, you are just coming. You are just coming with your three songs. No, we need souls. In addition to your three songs, we need souls. You are, not ex- you are not excluded from Christianity and from working for God. You are also part of your whole work duty for Christ is not to sing. I, I can play music in my, in my house. Hmm? Principle number five. Let's finish. So do you understand Swollen Sunday now? How many of you have understood Swollen Sunday? Yes, yeah, Swollen Sunday. We have two more principles to go, so nobody should move again, okay? It's very disruptive. Where are you not going to the club? Have you not been to the club before? Before you started going to church? What time do you go? 10. And then you finish at what? 6. So how come you can't be in church and stay for a short while? Hmm? Hmm? Look, listen, listen. Principle number 5. The power of the Holy Spirit will make you a preacher of righteousness. Mark chapter 3 and verse 8. You become a preacher of righteousness. As a young person, you can preach righteousness. You remember Micah chapter 3 verse 8? That's where we started. Micah. Did I say Mark? I said Micah, isn't it? Does it, Micah? Okay, Micah 3 8. But truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to declare unto Jacob, Samson, do you understand? His transgression and to Israel, his sin. When you can't declare, when you're living, you can't rise up and speak. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Don't think it's acceptable. No, no, no. You have to speak. You have to say it. God, this is wrong. This is out of order. Like I'm saying, there's a certain church, two, two brothers. You see, you have to be able to say it. It's not, it's not as if you have an apology. You've gone to church. How, when did follow-up become movie-watching? To declare unto Jacob. So you should be able to preach righteousness. When you are young and you have temptations and struggles. Don't, don't wait till you are old and you are an auntie. Because the aunties, the ladies when they grow older and they become aunties, then they start talking. Your, your skirt is too short. Your this is like this. Your, but they were, they were like that. That's, that's I'm not talking to the aunties. I'm talking to you when you are young. You have temptations. Jeremy, 
Do you understand? You look very cool today. Are you okay? You're okay, you're sure. Okay, please be okay. When you are young, strong erections, that is when you should be able to stand up for righteousness. Not pretend as though it doesn't exist because, you, because you've been falling. Strong, speak, speak righteousness, speak it, declare it. I was in my 20s uh, as a pastor. I was in my 20s. Early, first half of the 20s. Those who have been with me for a long time, they they even tell me that I'm cooler now. And I say, I'm happy that now that I'm old, I'm cooler. Maybe I'm cooler because I'm more mature, so I'm a certain way. But then, when I had the same problems that they had, I could match them toe to toe. So you have this problem, so what? We all have it. Let's live for Jesus. Take up your cross and let's go. Take up your cross now. Take, take it up. And not that you see, um, I'm waiting to uh, overcome this pornography. And I think I'm waiting to overcome this masturbation. I'm waiting, no, no, masturbation has been crucified. Pornography, you crucify it. All those stupid things, you crucify them. You take up your cross and you serve God. And don't tell yourself that. You see, over a while, over a period of time, it's going to disappear. It's going to dry out. It's going to go. One day it will go. And you are continuing sowing seed of evil in people's lives. And doing evil things. Because you don't have the spirit. Because you don't have the spirit. If you have the spirit, you will have the power to rise up in judgment and might and you will declare unto Jacob his transgressions and Israel, his sins. Be preachers of righteousness. Preachers of, as young people, young people, young, young. Don't wait till you're 57. Young, preach righteousness. Young. Stand for God. Live for God. Live for God. Point things out. Say, this one is up. Because in your time, there's, it's not so in your season, there's more corruption and sin. So you have a better opportunity to preach righteousness. You have to preach it. You have to say it. Don't say it doesn't matter. Don't stop, stop telling people it doesn't matter. Stop preaching that gospel. And raising satanists. Stop saying this doesn't matter. Oh, it's okay. Stop, stop preaching such messages. It will go one day, you know, gradually, patiently. No, you have to tell people. You have, you have to be like John the Baptist. Repent. Repent. You have to be like Christ. Repent or you go to hell. You have to tell the narrow is the way. The way to heaven is narrow. Narrow. It's not easy to, it's not easy to get on. It's not easy to stay on. It's not for the lazy. It's not for the laid back. It's not for the non-serious. Tell them that it's a narrow. It's a narrow. It's straight and narrow. Those are the ways Jesus used. Straight and narrow. Not this kind of games. You know, people are unbelievers. They are doing this. They are doing that. And then you are still flowing. I'm sure Tilo won't remember. Do you know Tilo, Reverend Edmund? When we in the university, I remember he came to my room once. I was with some other guys in the room. Then he said, ah. But this girl that goes to your church, then when AGCM, I don't know if he remembers. He said, he said she goes clubbing every because our service starts on Sunday at 6 a.m., 6:30 a.m. 6 it's 6:30 a.m. to 8 o'clock. Then we finish, then we go and learn. Mm. 
Yeah, it was a nice service, isn't it? Yes, but some of us after eight o'clock, we have new believer school and other schools, and then follow up and visitation. You can't go and learn like that. You have to be a serious Christian. <laughs> so he case he pointed out one lady. I always remember her. I always remember her. She was she was she was a pharmacy student. He said, This girl, she goes clubbing every Saturday, then Sunday morning. She's dressed up. She said, if we, he said to us, if we like, if we like, if we like, he gave us the time to see her going. Look, that girl, that girl. By the time we finished set up, setting up in the hall and everything, and I look down the foyer, she's the first coming from the hall. She looks like an angel. Come on. One of my, one of my friends wanted to be Lavedose badly. I mean, solid Christian brother. That is what he wanted. After we got the information, everything, no, no, that's what he, he, he She said never. We were not surprised when she married an unbeliever. Oh, yeah, she married an unbeliever. God, that was, that's the life she's been living. She said, look, when I say first, literally, if you say come with a Bible, then there was no iPad. So Bible, I was coming. She was calm and she's coming. She's just finished dancing. <laughs> she's coming. All night. And she's coming. She's coming. She's coming quick, quick service to get away with, to get rid of God. Quick service, like, yeah, God, God, I've come. She married one of the unbeliever boys. My friend was so hurt and depressed. We comforted him, encouraged him. I said, we said, look. I don't, we don't know what you are crying. Look, he used to cry. Isn't a man crying? He used to cry. <laughs> when he goes to bed in the, in the room, you see her sitting by him crying. He used to cry. He used to cry over that girl. We used to tell him that, look, are you not rather happy that we have discovered who she really is? No, but he liked her. I don't know what he did. Hey. But he said, love is as strong as death. Hmm. Love is very strong. She married an unbeliever. Till today, till today. She made another. She posts pictures of them on Facebook. I see her all the time. I say, hey, you, I know you. She's in church. You need someone to tell them what you are doing is wrong. Your ways are wrong. Your ways are wrong. Your ways are wrong. It's not if you only ask you questions, you don't answer. You think we are not aware. When we ask you, then you dodge. So, so are you doing this? Oh, so you see, um, I was memorizing Micah chapter 3 verse 8 the other day. You, you never answer the question. You think we are children? <laughs> you think we are children? You think we are children? You think we are children? I always tell you, my mother told me I was born on a Sunday night, 11.30 p.m. But not today. <laughs> many years ago. Many, many years ago. Many, many years ago. <laughs> Are you going to preach righteousness? And then the last principle is the power of the Holy Spirit will make you a witness where others fear to go. Romans chapter 15. You know, it's not the last one, isn't it? Number six. Okay, where others fear to go? Romans chapter 15, verse 17. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare speak of any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient 
You see, through the preaching, you make people obedient by the word and deed. Through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Ilicrium, Ilicrium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. This, 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 this is a passage for missionaries to go where others will not like to go and where others fear to go and where others have not been to. He said, I will go. He said, I will, I have, for I will dare, I will dare speak. I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Yea, verse 20. Did you get to verse 20? Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel not where Christ was named lest I should build upon another man's foundation. It's like I've gone places where they don't know about the gospel. Places where there's no first love. When you arrive there, you are, you are the one, you see, have you seen them with a picture on the, on, the, on the moon? You're the one that is planting the flag first. Nobody, know, nobody knows about first love. Nobody knows about Christ. So you start from the scratch. It's very exciting. It's very exciting to see people who don't know anything that you are teaching. You are now teaching them about the gospel. It's very, very exciting and very nice. But when you have to be full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. And that's when you go to, some of us, if you are sent there on missions, you start impregnating the girls there. So you shouldn't go. You should actually be here. There, you should be here. You should, you should be with me. I like you. But some of you can go and can do it. And you should go and you should do it. You should preach the gospel. Preach it in places where it's not, it's not being preached. People who do, can you imagine people who don't know anything? They don't know mercy. You are the one who teach them mercy. They don't know forgive. You are the one who teach them forgive. They don't speak in tongues. You are the one who go to slap them on the head and say receive. You will explain, you explain to them why they must speak in tongues. You explain to them who Jesus is. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful experience to teach people about Christ. And then finally, number seven, the power of the Holy Spirit will make you a witness through signs and wonders. Same passage. It said through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. The greatest sign you ever see is salvation. Respect salvation. Respect salvation. Respect salvation. Respect salvation. Respect salvation. When you see someone is saved, respect salvation. Respect it. Respect salvation more than a cripple walking. Respect that great change, that great change. Josh, that great change that happens in a man's life. Let's value it. Let's value it. When you see people who don't believe and I'm believing, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing. I'm waiting for some of you to be ready. Missions are waiting for you. You'll be a witness. You'll be a witness. You'll be a witness. No looking back. No turning back. No looking back. No turning back. Going all out. Going all out for Jesus. All out for God. How many of you would like to go all out for God? All out for him. Yes. 
You can see your hand. He's written your name. He'll give you a chance. Yes, he'll give you a chance. And by the Spirit, you'll be ready. You'll be ready to preach. To preach and to teach. Yes. And soon we'll let ladies go as well. We'll release ladies to go and preach. Yes. If the men are uh, spaghetti and they want to stay here, they should stay here. You should stay here with me. I'll give them more series. Teach them more, more great, great principles. They should be here. And they just will go. When you're going, take your husbands with you, okay? Yeah. You're afraid. Boy, husband, take him. Tell them that, let's go. Tell them that, don't worry. Don't worry. It's all on me. It's all on me. Tell them, don't worry. Be, be, like, be like Rebecca. Was Rebecca the mother of Jacob? Yeah. She said, she, she, said to, she said to her son, don't worry. Let it be. If your father gets angry, he you, it should be on me. I'm okay. Come, go. I'm, I'm putting you forward to collect a blessing. Yeah, that was Rebecca. Put, she put her son forward to collect the blessings. And the son collected the blessings. She said, don't worry. It should be on me. It should be on me. So if you have to tell your husband. God will give you a nice, cool husband. Tell her, don't worry. Don't worry. Let's go. Tell her, usually it's women who complain. I'm not complaining. Let's go. I'll take you. I tell her, I'll look after you. You have to tell him, I'll look after you. And then you say in your head, afraid boy. <laughs> yes. Tell him, I'll look after you. I'll care for you. You'll be okay. It'll be okay. Maybe we should have another song. It's not sister, will you marry me? It should be brother, will you come with me? Brother, will you come with me? Brother, will you come with me? Will you come with me? Will you come with me? You've become like Reuben. Do you know Reuben? Unstable as water. That's a description of Reuben. Unstable as water. Unpredictable. Yeah. Is that a brother? 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 Will you come with me? <laughs> Let's go to the mission now. <laughs> yes. Say, brother, I'm going to teach you church growth. I'm going to teach you witnessing. Brother, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We'll do it. Tell them that don't worry. You're not the one going. I am going. I am going. Not you. I am <laughs> yeah, I am Yes, I'm going. Not you. I'm going. I guess let's go. Yeah. But you have to say it with a smile. Don't wave your hand at him. Otherwise, he will say he won't go. You have to smile. You have to smile and roll your eyes at him. Say, brother, brother, will you come with me? I'll teach you church growth. So, sisters, start preparing yourself. You'll see the green light soon. See the green light. Yes. Already, I have a sister who is going. Yeah, I have one. Secret in my back pocket. You see, I released one of these. She's gone. You ask where she is. Oh, she's gone. Kabala Bashandeli Bikataya The Holy Spirit. So, you have the great principles for. To be a witness. How many of you are going to be great witnesses? Great witnesses. Do you like Malaka, Micah? Why do I keep saying Malaka? <laughs> Malaki, Malaka, Malaika. Micah 
3, 8. Do you like it? It's my, it's my verse for the day. It's my verse. I want us all to read it together. Micah 3, 8. Shall we go? No, wait, wait. You forgot. You have to say Micah chapter 3, verse 8 before you read it. And then when you finish, you say again. Micah chapter 3, verse 8. Are you ready? Yes. Those on the back, are you ready? Yes. You sure? Yes. You want to say it? Yes. Okay. Shall we go? Do it one more time. Let's go. May this scripture be fulfilled in your life. Yes. Instead of being trapped, being trapped by the sins and transgressions of Jacob and Israel. May you preach to them. May you preach to them. May you escape it. May you preach to them. You will never be trapped by sin. You will never be trapped by the transgressions of Jacob and the sins of Israel. You will never be trapped by the mistakes of others. You will stand up and preach to them because you are full of power by the spirit of the Lord. By the spirit of the Lord. You have power to preach and to declare. The things that make others fall, you will never fall at that place. Yes. That thing will never have an effect on you. You shall be a living proof of Micah 3 and verse 8. You will never become the workplace mattress. Do you know mattress in the workplace? You will never. Nobody will ever testify about you that they've tasted of you before. Because you, because you met at work. Brother, 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 will you come with me? No, you have to use one finger. I'll teach you church growth. No, I'll make the other line up, then we continue. The other line is not coming. It's not easy to write a song. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. But brothers, as the sisters are charging, I expect you to have stood up to say, no, you won't take it. We will still take you. But you're also sitting there. <laughs> ah, these brightest. Hmm? <laughs> Somebody said, God forbid. <laughs> Look, sisters, if they all sit up, we will take them. You will take them. They will take them. Buy them nice shirts and shoes. They will come. No, just buy them a shirt and shoes on their birthday. They'll come with you. <laughs> they like shirts. <laughs> pray for the Holy Spirit. I want to pray for the Holy Spirit. We are close enough. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit and pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Don't be shy when you're praying in church. It's a place for prayer. It's a place for prayer. So speak up. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for more, for more, for more, for more of the Spirit. More, more, 
more more I can hear you praying, praying for the Holy Spirit to be filled with the Spirit, 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 to be filled with the Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray, pray, pray for the Holy Spirit. Fill me, Lord. 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 With power. With power. To be a witness. 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 Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. To be a witness, 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 to be a witness, fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord. Ah, Jabadiba Labashiba Labadaba Labadiba Kabalaba Hataya, Yeye Biriadeshtea, Yeye Dibadobastaya, fill us, Lord, fill us, Lord, fill, fill, be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. He will make all the difference. He makes all the difference. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. All you need is the Holy Spirit. All you need is the Holy Spirit. You see clearly. You see better. You understand better. You believe more. You believe more. You believe more. You believe more. Ah, Makabasha Badi Laba Kapa Shanda Yata. La Castiande Lelestionga. Saboka Steta. Saboka Stata Saboka Stata Saboka Stata Lasi Tondi Liti Statia Stadiasto Yanda Labakastaya Thank you Father Thank you Father for the Holy Spirit Thank you Father for the Holy Spirit Thank you for the Holy Spirit Thank you Lord We thank you Father Lord we thank you Thank you for the pouring of the Holy Spirit Into our lives Thank you Father that will be led, will be influenced, will think by your spirit and by the power of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your help. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray for you. Probably, most likely, somebody invited you to church today for the first time, or you've been going to church, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior.
Today I want to pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you will say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Quickly lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just as I say, yes, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. I can see several hands there. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Keep it up. Keep your hand up. Keep it up high so I can see you. Keep it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need him. I want him. I want him. I want him to be the Lord of my life. I want to be led by him. I want to be influenced by him. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Your right hand. Your right hand. Your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Your right hand. I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come out of your seats to me. Come right here. I'm here right here with my hand up. Come to me. Come. Come out of your seats. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hands, but you want to come and give your life to Jesus. Come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come. Yes. Come. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. My hand is up. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come all the way. Come and join us. Come. I just you have to remove them for bits, okay? Come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come. Jesus is calling you. Today you are coming to Jesus. This is a decision for Jesus. It's a decision for Jesus. It's a decision for Jesus. It's a choice for Jesus. You are choosing Jesus. Yes. I'm waiting for you. Come. You can still come. As long as we are singing, it means we are waiting for you. No. Come to Jesus. Don't hold back. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say next week. Don't say next month. Don't say next year. It's today. Come to Jesus today. Come. 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 Make your way here. Thank you, Jesus. I'm waiting for you. Come on, sing it. As long as you're there. We'll be rejoicing as long as you're there. As long as you're there. I want you to make it to heaven. This is about heaven. It's not about first class. It's not about two-one. It's not about intention. It's not about marriage. It's about heaven. You are choosing heaven over hell. Heaven over hell. Come to Jesus. You've got to be there. You've got to be there. You've got to 
Close your eyes with me, bow your heads. And those in front, I want, you, I want you to say this prayer meaningfully after me. And the whole church, please join us and help us as we make this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross, shed his blood for my sins and rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus of all my sins. Now say, thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Say from today, I'll serve you. I'll live for you. I will obey you. Now shout it out. Say, Satan, I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am saved. I cast you out of my life. I will no longer listen to you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Now say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And shout your loudest amen. Father, thank you for all these wonderful ones. Bless them. Establish them in your house. Keep them in the faith, Lord. May they grow stronger and stronger, Lord. Satan, I rebuke you out of their lives. I bind every devil assigned against their lives. And I separate them from every works of darkness by the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that they shall be fruitful in your house. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, shout a good amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. Time for communion. Drink this is Pray for a miracle. Pray for a miracle. That was shared for you. The miracle that you need. God is about to give it to you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God. 
sustain you. It will bring you life when I see the secret problems private deep problems I want to pray about it today the blood will reach that place the blood will reach that place it gets to the deepest valley and to the highest mountains the blood is able pray for yourself it shall be washed away that problem will be taken away that issue is solved today it's solved today it is solved today it is corrected today it is corrected today by the blood by the blood secret pain secret distress secret sickness secret disease secret struggles they go they leave you today they leave you today they leave you today i disarm them today by the blood of jesus by the blood of jesus i disarm that devil i disarm that demon I disarm that spirit, that wicked spirit. Loose your hold. Loose your hold. Go out of the people. Leave them alone. In Jesus' name. Mashapata Shiba Kastaya. Palita Stata Labahanda Laba Kipatastaya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you that by the eating of the Lord's body and the drinking of his blood, healing transformation change recovery restoration comes to your people today oh god we come before you with our secret struggles and difficulties may it be healed by the name of jesus may healing come lord may healing come lord touch oh god your people in the secret and deepest places lord let there be healing by your power by your power thank you father for answered prayer in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ 
eat it. The blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now thank God for healing. Thank him for healing. Every manner of healing has taken place. Every manner. Nobody is returning with a problem. A problem you came here with. Nobody is going back with it. Healing. Healing. Strength. Recovery. Restoration. Sanity. Strength. Strength from discouragement. From disappointment. Strength comes to you. Healing comes to your heart. Healing of your soul. Healing of your soul. Healing of your body. Secret private struggles. Healing in Jesus name. Thank him. Thank him. Just say thank you to God for it. Thank him. Thank him. It is done. 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 Say thank you to him. It is done. It is done. You will no more struggle. You will no more struggle. You will no more struggle. It is done. 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 Father, thank you for your blessing and thank you for your healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell your neighbor, I am healed and you are healed. And shout a big amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Every resident demon in your apartment has left. Every regular visitor of evil will never find your address again. never be visited you will never be visited by that evil spirit it will never find you we transfer that evil spirit next door where there are no believers you are free are you free you are free you are free and you are blessed You shall live peacefully. Your sleep tonight shall be a peaceful sleep. When you wake up tomorrow morning, you will say, this sleep was sweet. This sleep was good. You will feel refreshed. You will feel well. Ah, You are disconnected from every curse. You are disconnected from every negative spoken word against your life. I disconnect you from it. And I connect you to the blood of Jesus. Live in the strength of the blood of Jesus. And the blessings of the blood of Jesus. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. 
For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. Is risen upon